You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate, and today uh, I'm flying solo. I'm doing this episode where it's just you and me. We're going to hang out for just a little bit and talk about how 40 days can just make a huge difference, really, really can make a huge difference in our life. And as I'm recording this episode, it is Ash Wednesday, which I would think most people are somewhat familiar with. If you either just see people walking around with ashes on their head and wonder what that's all about to maybe actually participating and and fully understanding what Ash Wednesday is and from a religious and a spiritual practice. Just some backstory if you're not as familiar with what Ash Wednesday is about. One, it is the beginning of Lent. It's the first day going into Lent. The Catholics tend to have uh, grabbed this as sort of the the thing and the, the, the practice they have in those 40 days of Lent prior to Easter. But it's really actually now transcend to many different religions and, and even to just the secular world. It's, it's not just a religious thing per se. And the idea of ashes is to recognize that we we came from dust we came from earth and and that is how we will return right when we die we'll go back to the earth and it's just sort of recognizing that simpleness and that um just sort of humility in who we are as human beings man this time last year we were j- really just preparing to be in a lockdown right like just the whole world shutting down it freaked so many people out Still to this day, many people are are living in fear. And we've really come to learn a lot about ourselves, a lot about our spouses, a lot about our family members, our friends, our children over this past year with everything that has transpired over the past year. I really do love going into Lent because, I mean, as a kid, I was like... (sighs) Oh, I got to give up chocolate, right? We 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 hear about Lent as just, you know, oh, I got to do something that I don't want to do. And I really had that mindset as a as a child for for many years. And as I got older, I realized that it was an opportunity for me to have a fresh start. Sometimes we look at it as uh springtime, right? We think, you know, the seasons are changing and spring is upon us and it is about new life, right? what went into hibernation and what died off through the winter now comes back to life in springtime. I also like September because September is also a time when it's back to school. It's a new start for the school year. There's new things happening as we go into a new quarter of the year. And that's also another way of just sort of having a new beginning. And I look at this time, starting with with an Ash Wednesday, going into the Lenten season before we go into Easter, as a way 
to have a fresh start, have a new beginning. And I want to give you some some thoughts around that that has really nothing to do with religion per se or any kind of, you know, let's say spiritual um, connections. So whether you are, you know, more in that spiritual mindset or maybe you're not at all. However you view life, however you view if there's a a God and a higher power or not, I love God, I love Jesus, like I'm all about it, but I understand that not everyone is there. And I also understand the fact that people are on their journey and may have just, you know, some variation of what that that relationship looks like. Where you are is where you are supposed to be. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. And it's okay. And it's beautiful. And where you may be currently may not be the best place. It may not be where you want to stay. And that's okay. And here you have an opportunity of 40 days to go in and say, okay, what what is one thing that I can do that would help make a change? Help just change the circumstances that I'm currently in. Now, this could work like if you're thinking about, oh my gosh, like life is just totally flipped upside down right now and I just can't handle what's happening and and just everything's just sort of a mess and in turmoil. You could also be in a really good place where, you know, this past year has actually strengthened your marriage, strengthened your relationships. Tanner and I both have felt like we have gotten much closer to each other, focusing on things that we really, you know, we always thought were priorities. And now we actually were able to make them priorities. Our relationships with our children has grown deeper and just and and continues to develop. And so, you know, it it has been actually a, a fairly good period of our life, but it hasn't been for everyone. So wherever you are on that spectrum in this past year, you can take this time and say, but I could still do something to be a little bit better, a, just have some slight improvements whether, you know, it's something that you're like, man, I, I just need a total 180 or I just need that slight improvement. Now is the time that you can do that. In these 40 days, it's a time to look inward, say, okay, who, who am I as a person? You know, how am I showing up in the world? How am I showing up as a wife and a mother or as a daughter or sister or friend, a coworker? You know, how am I showing up in this world right now? Take an inside look at what you're doing. How are you showing up? I find it really interesting. You know, this is a time to be honest. And I find it really interesting that we want people to be very authentic, no filters. Uh, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for, but the, you know, we, we, we want very authentic, real people on the social media and like the people we follow, right? We follow people on, you know, Instagram and Facebook um, and wh wherever Twitter, right? And you're looking at these people and be like, that's not real. Like, I don't like this because, you know, they airbrush everything. That's the word I'm looking for. Airbrush everything. And sh she's not real. And oh, she probably has help. And of course, she can look great every single day and blah, 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 blah. Right. We want the real stuff. We want the real raw stuff and who we follow. And I don't I think that's actually a beautiful thing. I continue to work on that as well to make sure like I share real, raw, authentic things because it is it is what I want. And quite frankly, like 
my life doesn't look always, doesn't look so glamorous really on a on a day-to-day basis it's very much like in the midst of the chaos of small children and a house that we want to continue to improve on and a business that we're starting up like it's it's a it's a lot every day so we want that authenticity we want that real raw in who we're following but yet we won't do that for ourselves we won't look inward for ourselves and say huh What's really going on here? How am I showing up in the world? How am I showing up as a person to the people I love and the people I care about? This time, these 40 days are a time to be better, to just make those small improvements. It's a time that we can strengthen ourselves and the relationships we have. This is a time to cleanse and just get rid of what's not working the things that aren't serving us well, the habits that were like, man, I, I, I got to break this habit. I, this isn't, this is like, I don't want to do this anymore. And, and to give you an example, this was a few years ago. I, um, man, back in the day, I used to have a very foul mouth, very foul mouth. Almost every other word was the F word. Certainly not something I'm proud of, <laughs> but it was true. And I would just talk like the F word was no big deal. It was like saying and. And and I, I just one day realized if I go out and say to my and and live a life that say, hey, I'm I'm uh, a God centered person. I am a loving, caring woman. I'm a hard worker in my in my industry. Like I'm, I'm all these great things, but yet I speak in a way that really is quite like rude and, uh, I mean, it was obsessive, but it was, um, it was just like, it didn't match up. Right. It was, I didn't quite get the fact that like, oh, I could be all these like really great things. And it doesn't matter that my language doesn't match that. And I lived my life like that for years. Finally, one day, going into Lent, going into 40 days, I said, you know what? I got to break this habit. It doesn't align with who I am as a person. And so I gave up cursing for Lent. And sure, you know, there was a slip here or there. Like, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm breaking a habit, right? It wasn't like, oh, I decided, you know, Ash Wednesday, I give it up and I'm golden for 40 days. Um, no, I messed up, you know, but I just kept at it. And I just became more and more aware of the words that I used and the the just the language that I chose to speak to people. And in that turn, in that in that time, in those 40 days, I was able to one, break the habit, which was a great thing. But also I was I used it as a way to become more in tune with who I am as a person. And then it also gave me that spiritual connection as well that, you know, that, that I was looking for and how I could deepen that relationship. And again, that doesn't necessarily have to be an aspect of what you're doing during, during Lent and during 40 days. It's certainly a huge benefit, but wherever you are on that journey. And so, I mean, it was just one of the best decisions I made is because it was something that was necessary it wasn't arbitrary. 
it helped me grow closer in my relationships with people, particularly with God. And it it strengthened me as a person to be like, I'm above this. I'm above this habit. And that can be 40 days for you, right? If you decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to take 40 days and just work on one thing. Just work on one thing. I mean, it's the one relationship. We're all about that one relationship. It starts with yourself. It trickles out to all the other people who are who are with you on this journey of life. But it just starts with one thing. When you can start to make change with one thing, it will start to trickle down into other areas of your life. And just start. It doesn't. And look, you know, the typical things like, oh, I'm going to give up, you know, coffee. I'm going to give up chocolate. Okay, cool. I, I mean, if look, sugar's really an issue with you. Yeah. Give up some sugar because it's a terrible, terrible addictive behavior. And that will take work and effort. But I think give yourself some grace in that because that is, you know, being addicted to sugar is definitely a hard thing to break. So just say, hey, I'm going, you know, what's the one thing that is like your go-to for sugar and say, I'm going to just give up that. Not for you to go and like indulge on everything else, but just be like, I'm going to work at limiting my sugar. And it's going to be that main, that one main thing that I know I go to all the time that I'm going to really be more particular about, you know, be somewhat strict and somewhat you know, where it makes it a little bit of a challenge for you. But at the same time, know that it's not going to be easy. Give yourself grace. Work at making it somewhat realistic and say, okay, this is this is the opportunity where I'm going to better myself and then better the relationships that I have, the people around me and the people I care about the most. Tanner and I were talking about what we're doing for Lent and I don't think he'll mind that I'm sharing with you what his is, but uh, his is social media. He is going to limit his social media because he's he's sucked in. And look, social media is, is designed for that, right? It's designed to just keep you sucked in. I think there's some great benefits to social media. And I, I certainly use it, you know, for, for certain things, but I'm not sucked into it, right? So, you know, that's a really big thing. Like, how much are you sitting there and just scrolling? Think about what you could do if you were spending like you're, you know, you're just kind of losing time, 30 minutes. What? Oh, my gosh. Where'd the time go? And you just been scrolling on Facebook. What could you do instead of that? You had 30 minutes. You could you could I mean, you could work out. You could call a loved one. You could journal. You could prep for a, a good meal. Uh, I mean, there's so many things that you read a book listen to this podcast. Um, but you know, like you could, you could do so many things in 30 minutes and many people are just losing 30 minutes and more a day by just scrolling. Right. So, so Tanner's going to work on his social media scroll. For me, I am going to work on my patience, <laughs> but, and, and I don't mean it. So I have a, I have a, I have sort of this love-hate relationship with patients because for most of my adult life, I would pray pray and say, oh, Lord, please give me patience. And I couldn't understand why I was still just sort of impatient and wanting to rush experiences in life and whatnot. And I realized, you know, as I got a little bit older, that uh, God was giving me circumstances to practice patience, right? Like God doesn't just, you know, 
hand you patience. And now you're all of a sudden you're just this like calm, cool, collected person. He's going to give you situations for you to practice patience. And that's where the lesson is, right? So I finally learned this. Uh, actually, go figure. I learned that from, I think it was like Bruce Almighty or something like that. Like Steve Carell and Morgan Freeman, like they're talking about. Anyway, regardless, I had to hear it from a movie to actually have the light bulb go on. But I got it, right? I got it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So God's going to give me patience through the experiences that I have in life. So, okay, got it. My impatience is, you know, and tired. You know, I'm not sleeping as well as I used to and kids waking up and all that kind of stuff that I'm like, man, I'm not rested. And even more so now I'm impatient and I get frustrated, you know, learning like, you know, Charlotte and, and some of her behavioral things that are going on and how she's developing. Like, I have to have a different approach with her in order for her to be able to listen. How I handle Emma, you know, as a, a stepmother, stepdaughter situation. And David, you know, he's just this little tot, like, little toddler that's just learning life. And I'm frustrated because he's getting his hands in the dog bowl and wants to eat the dog food. I'm like, oh, and then the dog's just screaming at me all the time and whining, take me out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm spent. So my Lenten thing is that I'm going to work on what I can do, sort of give myself a mantra in those moments to be aware of my emotional temperature, so to speak right? So that I don't get super elevated and I can keep myself at a calmer pace and say, okay, slow down. What does my daughter need right now? What does this dog need right now? You know, like, and just slow down and have sort of a mantra that helps me refocus where my energy is going. Because at the end of the day, that, that, that frustration and that impatience is on me. It's not on the dog. It's not on the kid. It's not on, you know, Tanner. It's, it's on me. Right. So, so that's what I'm going to work on for the next 40 days. I'll keep you posted on how it's going. But the beauty of all of this, and that you have 40 days to just make, you know, that one change, that one thing that could really start to just make an impact in your life and, and how you show up in this world. Right. I was on a, a call, one of my mastermind calls with. Dave Asprey as our guest speaker. Dave Asprey is the is the founder of Bulletproof Coffee, the diet, all 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 sorts of things, biohacker and and just amazing guy and he was asked like, you know, what what do you do if you're 300 pounds? You know, he used to be 300 pounds. Where do you start, right? To just lose some weight. He was like, I love when I get this question because the first thing is that you say, I got here because of my choices. You didn't just become 300 pounds by working out every day and eating, you know, vegetables and high protein or whatever, right? Like you got to 300 pounds because of, you know, the behaviors and the actions that you took. So take ownership of that. It's okay, right? So it's okay. It's okay wherever you are right now. Take ownership for where you are, the choices that you made, maybe the people you trusted or didn't trust, the actions you took, the words you said, you know, just take ownership of all of that. It's okay. You don't have control of the other people's words and actions and stuff like that, but you do of your own. So take ownership. You are where you are right now today, and that's okay. There is actually great joy and confidence in taking ownership of where you are right now today. And then with that, you can be like, okay, now I can do something about it. I, I don't love everything that's going on right now, and here's how I can do something about it. So find that one thing. Take 40 days, whether it's a spiritual journey for you or not. Take 40 days and say, okay, how am I going to show up in this world 
What's that one thing that I'm going to change and strengthen who I am as a person and be able to strengthen the people who I am around and take that for those 40 days, break the habit, create the new habit, because then it will take you to the next phase of your life where the next thing will improve, the next thing will change, and it will become a ripple effect. And if we can all start to do that and we can all start to just make those small changes, like life would be really different. We as people and as a society and as a community, we're going to be different. We're going to be better. So I wish that for you through this Lenten season, this, these, these 40 days as we get into springtime, find that one thing that will renew you, that will make you a better you. Thank you so much for listening today with me on The One Relationship. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now. And we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the contact us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more real talk on The One Relationship. Thank you.